Welcome to Bar 3's podcast, where movement meets mindfulness. My name is Andrew Ash. I am an instructor and the senior producer for Bar 3. And in this last conversation of our Commitment to Self program, guided by Bar 3 product manager, Franny Locke, we'll explore the theme of feeling empowerment with business coach and Bar 3 studio owner, Jen Bobojanov. Let's conclude this series feeling empowered together. Jen, thank you so much for sitting with me. We are in the fourth week of our January Commitment to Self. And what we'll be discussing today is this feeling of empowerment. But before we dive in, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us about what you do, what you're up to. You really want to know how to say my last name. This is it, right? <laughs> I know, I know. Just just before I hit record, I was like, I I needed to listen back to that because I don't I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> no worries. I'm Jen Bobajanov and I live near Boise, Idaho. And I own two bar three studios, one that at time of recording, we're about two weeks away from our six-year anniversary. And one that is just launched and we're getting ready to open. January 2nd. So that's at present recording. Mm -hmm. I'm also um, a life and business coach. So I help uh, entrepreneurs one-on-one. And then I also help entrepreneurs and franchise owners in group settings. So I help them create a life and business that they don't need a vacation from. I love that. I feel like that is... That's the dream, right? To not need to escape from our current reality, to be able to have that balance and for what we do to just fill us up and bring us joy, but also knowing that that ebbs and flows. Okay, let's dive into a little icebreaker on the theme of commitment to self. If you have a five-minute window in your day to express commitment to self, what does that look like for you? Uh, One of the things that I do on a daily basis is I do a brain dump every morning. So every morning I just empty out my thoughts on the paper Mm. and I read them back and I look for themes. So Mm. I'm trying to mine my thoughts for maybe reoccurring patterns or things that are serving me or not serving me, but I really don't edit what I write. I just dump it out. I love that. So when you dump, do you have a prompt that you use or is it literally stream of conscious? This is what's fresh in my brain. Literally just stream of conscious. And do you have, are you a pen and paper journal person or are you iPhone notes? Well, I'm actually (laughs) an iPad notes. Okay. I do my iPad pencil, quote unquote, in my, in my, and one of my apps, my notability app on Mm. the iPad. Journaling is a really, it's such a powerful tool. I was listening to another podcast the other day and it was just talking about how the act of writing or putting it down onto the piece of paper or into our phone, it just, it sends what we're feeling through our prefrontal cortex in our brain. And it just helps us to bring our feelings into, into reality. So it's, it just makes things real. And once they're kind of out there, we're able to process them and, and, and work through them and navigate them. And I love what you say about the theming 
I do that too. I do that too. Because these things in our lives, they, they come up again and again and again, and it helps if we can kind of compartmentalize them within like, okay, what's this reoccurring theme, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So then if you have the gift of 45 minutes to express commitment to self, what is that? Spoiler. It's always a bar three class. (laughs) (laughs) The magic of 45 minutes in the studio. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's so right now, and I'm guessing like you might be like me where you, you, you can take any of the classes, but do you have a particular favorite? That's like, Oh, got to jump in on for 45 minutes. It's always strength. I am obsessed <laughs> with B3 strength. I'm, I don't think it's any surprise, but so am I. Yes. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Okay. So we're talking about this feeling of empowerment or feeling empowered. And I want to just kick us off by breaking down. What does that mean? I wonder sometimes if it can feel a little elusive or a little woo woo or maybe unattainable. There might be some of us out there that maybe haven't experienced it or haven't been able to identify the experience. So let's Mm -hmm. open that up. Well, the way that I think about empowerment is the way I think about teaching a bar through class. Mm -hmm. So that's the easiest way that I can think of to explain it. And in teaching of a bar through class, I always give my clients the education, the Mm -hmm. why behind it. And then I like to create the space where they can filter what I offer them Mm -hmm. through their own values, through their own goals. And empowerment is the ability to receive the education, to be able to filter it through their values, to be able to filter it through their goals. And then this is really important, the ability to act on that, the power to act in that, which is where the word comes from, empowerment. And that... That action, that action, it's not taking an action and then, and then thinking like, oh, I feel bad about this action, I guess, and relaying it or putting it back to the bathroom class. A beautiful example would be a modification option, right? Mm -hmm. Or a or a layering option. It wouldn't be, I'm going to, instead of floating my knee to tabletop and balancing on one leg, I'm going to keep my foot on the ground and I'm going to feel not great about it. It's changing that narrative. Yes. It's infusing the action with personal power. So not feeling like they have to imitate their neighbor in class, or they don't have to um, do what everybody else is doing, but instead Mm -hmm they have the choice to act and then they're going to feel good about that. They're going to feel more confident because they've received the education. They have filtered it through their values. They filtered it through the goals. And Mm -hmm. of course, on a bar three class, it's always, how does my body feel today? And filtering it through that as well, because that changes our goals. And then really feeling, I think that um, for me, true confidence can't be achieved outside of empowerment. You cannot be confident in your body, in your business, in your life, if you're copying another person or if you're, um, you know, emulating another person. 
Actually, Sadie is one of my business mentors. Just she doesn't know that, but from afar. And (laughs) one of the things that she said that really stuck out to me and informed a lot of my ideas about empowerment is this concept of imitation skips mastery or imitation skips. um, Yeah, I think it is mastery. Do you remember her saying that? Mm, I'm not sure, but that it, the idea ring rings home. It's part of of what I'm hearing just through what we're saying is a lot of what empowerment comes back to is honoring your truth in the moment and being able to advocate for yourself in, in a way that it's hard. It's hard for me to describe. It's like, it's being able to do it with this sense of security. And I think that's the education. It's not necessarily a reactive kind of like, or an outer directed. It's not telling them what to do and, and just expecting that they do it, but telling the why, and then trusting that they're their own best teacher and trusting that they know what's going to serve their bodies, Mm. their values, Mm. their goals on any given day. Mm. There's like a a feeling of groundedness, groundedness to empowerment. And I I love this as a beautiful segue because I I wanted to ask you what, for those of us who, who may not be able to connect as much to this feeling of empowerment, can you describe an experience where you may have like felt that in your body or in your mind where you can really kind of be like, this is what empowerment has felt like for me. I have the perfect experience. So when I first stepped into a bar three class, I stepped in on a dare. I thought (laughs) it's the fanciest place with the fanciest people in the fanciest clothes. They have their life together. And I was coming out of a very, damaging relationship with fitness. Mm -hmm. And I needed to leave a traditional gym setting Mm -hmm. to not be triggered. And so the first time I walked into a bar three studio, I dared myself to walk in the door, but I also dared myself to come as I was. So I came in my Costco tank top and my Mm -hmm. old Navy leggings. And I also dared myself to stand at the front of the room in front of the mirror, in front of all the fancy people And I moved my body as I could. It was my first time in a bar three class. So I wasn't quite sure what I was doing, but up until that point for my entire life, and especially in fitness, I'd had a lot of mental chatter and I had a hundred X mental chatter as I was stepping into the bar three studio. But as the instructor started the workout, the first time that I went into plank for the first time in my life my mental chatter stopped. And in that moment, I felt truly powerful for the first time in my life in fitness. Yeah. And that space, I guess, when the mental chatter kind of, you dropped out of that frequency. Do you recall what then arose or what that space created within you? The only word that I can think of to describe it was just this feeling of confidence. I just felt confident and I Mm -hmm. felt, and obviously now looking back, I understand that that's, that was present moment awareness for the first time, but more than that, for me, 
after feeling powerless in a fitness community before I stepped into the bar three class, I felt powerful for the first time. I felt I was honest. I wasn't trying to be anything that I wasn't. I was wearing my own clothes. I didn't have a pedicure, right? I didn't have my makeup on because that wasn't my truth. Yeah. And in that moment where I planked for the first time and my mental chatter stopped, Mm -hmm. I just wanted other people to feel the same thing. Yeah. I, I hear you on that one. So speaking of this mental chatter, and I guess, you know, even the stepping into the studio on a dare, what is it that you think can get in the way of empowerment or get in the way of us feeling empowered? Like, and just from what we've talked about, part of me thinks sometimes it can be ourselves. We can get in our way, or sometimes it can be these the expectations or the labels even like the labels about ourselves. I'm not that type of person or I am this type of person. And sometimes I guess that can be internal dialogue, but it can also be, you know, the bombardment of messages that we get from the world that we carry around with us. Well, and I also think that comparison is a huge Mm -hmm challenge is something that really gets in the way of empowerment. Because when we look to other people and we think, oh, that's what success is. Mm -hmm. I need to imitate them. That means that we're not listening to the education or the educational points or the choices, the different choices that we may have. And we're not taking a moment to filter it through our own personal beliefs, our own personal values, our own personal goals. And the ability to take action based on all of those filters also is determined by us trusting ourselves, having that deep, that deep listening to what's best for me, that definition of fitness or that definition of success may be perfect for them, but that's not what is in alignment with my personal values and my personal beliefs and my personal goals. So if we wanted to practice cultivating this feeling of empowerment or wanting to create that within our lives, do you have a a way that someone might be able to go about doing that? And from what you've just said, I feel like it's an act of listening and honoring, but in a world where we are bombarded and so often disconnected, mm-hmm. it can be a little tricky to know like, well, where do I even begin? <laughs> so the way that I practice it is mm-hmm. after I take my time to download my thoughts, and then I take some moments to connect to my mission. So for me, my roles in life and how I want to show up in those roles. And this usually happens in the morning for me, but it also happens throughout the day where I'm reminded of my goal of connecting to the moment, connecting to other people, connecting to my mission. And I know what the feeling of connection feels like in my body. So when I practice breath techniques, I notice that feeling of present moment awareness. And I notice that feeling of connection to my own truth. And because I know that 
I have learned how to recognize when I'm not feeling that. So it feels almost like I'm being hijacked. Mm -hmm. So I say to myself, I know that it's, I feel like I have a hot brain or I notice myself compare and despair with other people, or I notice myself, you know, catching a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I catch myself judging myself or feeling the wash of shame over my body. So I've learned to recognize when I'm not in connection with that moment and I call it what it is. So instead of thinking that there's something wrong with me and letting the train leave the station, the tornado of thoughts that take me in the downward spiral, I'm able now because of practice to stop it and call it what it is. Something that every human has this inner Mm -hmm. critic, the inner judge, the propensity that we all have as humans to not only judge ourselves, Mm -hmm. but judge other people and judge situations. And then I take a moment and I actively feel whatever feeling is present in my body at the time. And when I feel that I let it pass through to relief and then I move on with my day. So I actually have a four-step process that I use. Please share. (laughs) So it's notice and it's name it, call it what Mm -hmm. it is. And I have like the dorkiest thing that I say to remind myself, name it to tame it Mm -hmm. instead of blame it. Yeah. And so I name what it is. And I know I'm the queen of all of the cheese. I really am this cheesy in my soul. (laughs) I'm there with you. I'm like sharing the crown. (laughs) Yes, I know. I love it. And so um, after I name it, I call it what it is just a normal part of the human brain. It's the inner critic or whatever you call that judgy person or um, it's comparison or um, just recognizing that I've been triggered or hijacked. Mm -hmm. And then the most important thing is actively feeling whatever feeling is in our body. So just like in a bar three class, when we notice the body sensation and we have a name for it, maybe it's burn or maybe it's whatever we call it, fatigue or even failure if framed positively, right? When we're strength conditioning, that's what we're looking for. I take a moment and I actively feel it in my body long enough to let my body know that it's safe to feel anything that comes up. And then because part of empowerment is taking action, the fourth is the next step. So whatever that next step is to take action has to be completed to move on and out of this hijacked state. I'm just like taking a moment to let that sink in. And I think what you're speaking to truly is a it's a mindfulness practice and it applies not just to a workout, but to so many situations we encounter on a day-to-day basis as we move through our lives. Um, What an incredible tool. And I think that in itself, you spoke to the, pardon me, that recognizing the feeling of empowerment when you were able to kind of step outside the mental chatter. And I think this four step practice you've just given us like really truly is like taking action to drop out of that chatter, noticing, naming, and then, and then, yeah. yeah. So what, there are some of us that 
you know, life, it, ha- it happens life is lifing. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. So what, if someone was experiencing a difficult period in their life, maybe there's something stressful going on or they're experiencing pain or injury in their body. And so with that, and maybe it's, maybe it's chronic, maybe it's acute, like with that going on as well, how can we then be with that feeling? And then, but also then drop into this safety of, of feeling, of feeling that feeling and, and still being able to cultivate that empowerment at the same time, because it's not just something that we, it, this is something that we need to be able to learn to drop into or connect to this deeper knowing, this deeper sense of I'm capable of this. I can get through this. I'm, I'm doing the right thing by me in this moment, even though everything around me might feel like it's going wrong. I have a total knee replacement Mm -hmm. and when I was recovering from my total knee replacement, I had physical boundaries and limitations. And so taking into consideration the physical boundaries, physical limitations, perhaps chronic pain, perhaps Mm -hmm. a life circumstance that is not optimal. It is true that it is happening to somebody and it is their experience. And it is also true that living from an empowered state gives us the ability to take action and create the reality that we want in that moment. So for me, the way that played out was the first time I took a bar three class after my total knee replacement, physical limitations, yes, pain, also fear, because I just spent you know, almost in, I mean, years in pain and then feeling like I was going to break it again. In that moment, I knew that for me to have the best result in a bar three class, I needed to set myself up for success, taking my current circumstance into consideration. So I set myself up at the back of the room right next to the bar so I could have the bar to help me get up. But then It's that active awareness in the moment, realizing that, yes, I have the limitation. I had the limitation. And I also had the ability to frame my thoughts around that limitation. So in that moment, I, I actually, I knew that I was going to judge myself because this is a pattern of mine. And so I planned for that in advance and also decided that it was unavailable for me to judge myself when I was in the class because the goal from the class was for me to get stronger. My value was to show up in honesty. And I made sure that I had the bar and props and the instructor to help me be able to be supported and be able to take action. So this is a physical representation, but around the world right now, there are so many people that have true limitations and with much, much love, there is a way to apply these concepts in those circumstances. Yeah. It sounds like we can t- 
tap into one of the ways that we can tap into empowerment is through making the courageous choice or stepping into courage. And that's like the thing about courage is it's making the decision to do the hard thing and to do it compassionately and, and gracefully. The discomfort. One of my instructors, she coined this phrase and I use it all the time in every coaching situation, business, personal, bar three, it's to discern the difference between forcing yourself and pushing through pain for a negative result and sitting with the discomfort for the purpose of getting stronger. The brave space, that courageous space is that that space where we're sitting with the discomfort, sitting with the vulnerability and for the purpose of getting stronger, for the purpose of feeling like we have the power to act. Yeah. We then can change our narrative. And when we can change our narrative, we can change our world because we just open up a new realm of possibilities. The things that we fear that we think I can't do that. I'm going to make myself look like a fool or I'm going to embarrass myself or I'm going to fall over. If when we can step into that bravely, And we can also, in doing that, in our own lives, in a studio space, out in the world, we can also, we may not, we're not doing it to like, you know, be that one like leading the charge, but just by honoring ourselves in the moment, the people around us, like witnessing that, it creates a safe space for others to do the same. I love that you said that. I, that part gives me goosebumps because- When we witness other people in brave space and when we witness other people saying no to comparison, saying no to self-judgment and saying no to other people's judgment, that creates visibility for them, but it also gives us permission to check in and live the life that we believe that we should be living. I, I just feel like I'm warm on the inside and have so much from this conversation that I just want to share, right. I'm just like, (laughs) there's so much good stuff. I'm so excited that we've, we've got to capture this and share this. What would be your hope that someone's key takeaway, or if, if someone could just like take what they've learned and like put it in their pocket and like take it out and plant it and, and whatever, let it grow. Like, what would that be? I, if I could wave my magic wand and have everybody understand that every single person's brain is judging themselves, every single person's brain is judging another person, every person's brain is judging the circumstance, the situation, and to be able to notice when that happens, to call it what it is instead of thinking that it's a fault of them or a fault of theirs or a fault of the situation and be able to neutralize that and then return to be able to take action. If they would be able to stop judging themselves, that is my reason for owning businesses. And that is my reason for coming on this podcast is so that people understand that judgment of themselves is completely optional and they don't have to judge themselves to to be successful. They don't have to pressure themselves to have the life that they want. Yeah. It's like, it's recognizing that the judgment 
it's human. It's almost like wired within us for survival, but we can choose to step out of that. It's not a necessity. And when we can step out of that, it it truly can be liberating. And as, and as you've said, we can, that also can help to just create this feeling of liberation in others. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if they can't come up with anything about themselves, they can find me and I will offer them some of the thoughts I have about myself (laughs) and my clients. So how can someone find you, Jen, if they want to, if they want to connect further, if they want to just keep up with you and all the exciting thing you things you have going on with your studios they can follow me on instagram so my hashtag or my um my at is at genuine joy but it's j-e-n-u-i-n-j-o-y and then i also have the genuine joy podcast that they can listen to which has three episodes that i'm not judging myself for i love that Not an episode a week Uh, it is what it is (laughs) there may be more in January. It just depends on how I feel (laughs) or they can follow uh, my studios on Instagram too. bar three Eagle and bar three Boise. Thank you so much, Jen. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I just wish you all the very best. You, uh, you've just got the good, good energy. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This was wonderful. I feel the same about you. Thank you for joining us today. We have a limited time offer for our listeners to experience Bar 3 Now for 50% off. Now through January 31st, 2024, get 50% off your first month of unlimited studio membership or 50% off an annual Bar 3 online subscription. Go to bar3.com to learn more.